Welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket. Saul Marquez is here, and today I have the privilege to have Barry Davis on the podcast. Barry joined Avalon as its Chief Growth Officer in 2017. In his role as Chief Growth Officer, Barry's responsible for growing Avalon's revenues and services through the company's national business development strategy and team. Barry has 30 years of healthcare experience working with and servicing health plans. Before joining Avalon, Barry was Senior Vice President of Health Plans Segment at OptumRx, a business of United Health Group, where he led a cross-functional team managing a multi-billion dollar business servicing over 25 health plan clients. Prior to Optum RX, Barry was a member of Catamaran RX's executive team in Chicago and spent nearly 20 years in various sales, service, and operations roles at Medco Health Solutions, now part of Express Scripts. He's got a track record of starting companies in in the PBM space and just flipping them. (laughs) He's creating incredible value. And there's a reason he's had success is because he's certainly well-informed and sees insights that maybe others don't. And so today I'm I'm excited to to host him here on the podcast. And with that intro, Barry, I just want to thank you so much for being on here with us today. Well, Saul, thank you. Appreciate the time and good to be here. Absolutely. And, And so before we dive into the very interesting things that you and the team at Avalon Healthcare Solutions are up to. Tell me a little bit more about you and and what inspires your work in healthcare. Yeah, and as as you said, I've been in healthcare for now over 30 years, and it has been a wonderful career. You know, the United States has the most advanced healthcare system in the world, but obviously we still have a lot of work to do. Make the system better, remove waste in the system. There's lots of studies that say 25 to 30 percent of the healthcare cost is waste. And as you know, there's lots of niche players working on this, and and it's a complex system uh, with not easy solutions. But it's been a fascinating journey for me. It's never been dull. It's always changing. And, um, you know, I, I think we keep moving the ball forward to make it better, but we still have a lot of work to do. It's always a top political topic, as we know, as we head into uh, the next election. And obviously, with the COVID-19 pandemic, it, you know, healthcare is in the forefront of everybody's mind today. And there's there's always something going on, you know, that, that brings it to the, to the front and center. Yeah, it, it keeps you on your feet. And it's certainly always an important topic. So I'm, I'm captivated by the mission of Avalon which is to deliver the right tests at the right time in the right setting to patients. And that's something that's so critical, right? I mean, we, we talk about overuse and, you know, over testing in this country. And so, you know, tell us a little bit about Avalon and what exactly you guys are doing to deliver value here in the, in the healthcare ecosystem. Yep. Avalon is the leader in laboratory science, which then leads to being the leader in lab benefit management. So what do I mean by that? We, science is our true north. We have 140 evidence-based lab policies. Our scientists, our PhDs and clinicians do all the literature research, gather all the information, and then we work with an independent clinical advisory board to define and review and approve these 140 evidence-based lab policies. Uh, and every policy gets reviewed at least every year or whenever the science changes. On our clinical advisory board are representatives from Cleveland Clinic, Yale New Haven Hospital, University of Washington. They're, they're the rock stars in the lab industry, and most of them running academic labs and bringing that experience to help us. 
it was fascinating to me when I joined Avalon in 2017 to fully understand that the labs, the laboratories, define their panels, their tests themselves. Mm -hmm. So there was, there's no consistency when you or I go to the doctor to get our basic lipid panel, check your cholesterol, each lab is defining that differently. So what we're doing is bringing consistency based on these evidence-based lab policies to say what should be in a lipid panel, what should be in a wellness panel, what should be in your allergy panel, and taking out the waste because the science is exploding. A lot of people talk about genetic testing and the science is exploding there, and that is absolutely true, but it's also exploding on routine testing. Mm. And so labs can do subfractionated HDL or LDL testing, but it doesn't, all the testing doesn't bring clinical value to you, the patient, and the doctor. So it, the labs are smart. They make it easy for a doctor to check one box to make it quicker and easier, check lipid panel. Um, but the science says four things should be in that, your HDL, your LDL, your triglycerides and your total cholesterol. Anything else you're putting in there is additive and not necessary. The doctor is not changing your therapy or your the decisions your doctor and the patient are making together. So we have several solutions for routine testing. We have 60 of the 140 policies focus on your routine testing, your basic chemistry test, mm -hmm. and then software that automates the fixed criteria. It's mostly procedure to diagnosis code rules that say what should be in there and what should not, and therefore improve outcomes and reduce the cost for both the patient and the healthcare system in that. And the other 80 policies focus on genetic testing. Hmm. Um, as we, you know, a, a good example, you know, there are about 75,000 genetic tests on the market today with um, 10 new tests being introduced daily. So this, that's just one example of the explosion in science that we're all seeing. And then if you look, you know, at COVID-19, that has shown a spotlight on the importance of testing across access. Do you have access to the test? What's the turnaround of that COVID test? And now what waste and abuse is occurring in those tests because they're also adding extra respiratory tests into the COVID test. Yeah, these are these are very, very important things to call out. I mean, with, especially with the with the pandemic, but there's others, right? And, and, I, and I love that you honed in on those basic tests because, I mean, there's opportunity there. There's tons of opportunity to, to get lean and to do the right thing. And so tell us a little bit more about what makes what Avalon does different and better than, than what's available today. Yep. And you hit on a great point. What a lot of people are not aware of, uh, again, people, health plans and a lot of experts focus on the genetic testing. And it is important to get out ahead of that. And that is typically managed through prior authorization. But genetic tests represent less than 10% of your lab spend. The other 90% are your basic routine tests, your basic chemistry tests. And what we see, we've looked at data for over 70 health plans, and we consistently see 8 to 12% of the routine testing being unnecessary, as I was, as the examples I was given before. So what's unique about Avalon, A, is the science um, as our true north and the 140 lab policies, but then you need to be able to administer and enforce them. So for routine testing, it's, that's basically your high volume, low cost testing. You can't look at all of them. Genetic tests are the opposite, low volume, high cost. And you look at all of them through prior authorization to make sure they're appropriate. But for routine testing, you need 
software. You need to automate the procedure to diagnosis code rules to apply to administer and enforce the rules. So Avalon is the only company out there with, we have proprietary cloud-based software to administer these clinical lab editing rules. And we, our software is called APIA, standing for Automated Policy Enforcement Application. And so in real time, we, we connect our software to the health plan medical claim processing system. So as they're reviewing it, this is a post-service prepayment review. And in less than a second, they'll get the advice back based on the policies they've selected from us to pay, reduce, or deny at a unit level. Does, does everything in that test uh, is it appropriate per the science and should it be paid for? So it's healthcare technology that Avalon built to bring this solution. And that 8 to 12% overutilization um, comes out to be um, both for routine and genetic testing on a, a million lives. That's 21 to $28 million in savings that we're producing on an annualized basis. On a per member per month, that'd be $1.75 to $2.35 PM PM. This is, this is just uh, incredible. And, and it's post-service prepayment review. So you're, you're totally empowering these plans to really vet those routine tests that tend to slip through. And I mean, in, in effect, you're, you're conditioning the, the providers as well to, to do the right thing. So I, I mean, it's just, it's fascinating. Absolutely. And, and we do a tremendous amount of work up front before we launch with a health plan. A, they get to, we call it adapt and adopt the policies. So they customize okay. them and they become, and they become their own policies. And then they publish the policies to their physicians, to their laboratories, all their providers. So just as you're saying, we're out there educating and promoting, follow the science, do the right thing. So we'll give you the, the policy information. Then the next step before go live is we'll take the historical data for the health plan, run it through the policies have selected, and produce impact reports by laboratory. Give them that information to show them, here's what you're processing that follows the science, here's what's outside the science, and that is not gonna get reimbursed. And so it gives them the chance to change their panels and their ordering menus up front, and it's their decision. And we see a mix uh, where we have a health plan that is the majority market share leader, they start to change their panels. But if they're in a state and it's spread across multiple health plans, they really don't change their panels because they're still getting paid for the other providers. So without the tools to identify the policies, monitor and administer them, uh, you're going to continue to have this tremendous amount of waste. And actually what we see year over year, this problem is getting worse that 8 to 12% keeps creeping up. And this is across all laboratory places of service, independent labs, physician office labs, and outpatient hospital laboratories. Um, another surprise that a lot of people don't understand in the lab space, most people think of LabCorp and Quest. They, they are the big players, mm -hmm. but they only process independent labs in total do about 25 to 35% at most of all the lab processing and LabCorp and Quest do about half of that. So they're 12 to 18% of the total lab spend. So where a lot of health plans, I would say, take the wrong or narrow approach to manage this, they focus on how on the unit cost with LabCorp and Quest um, and trying to squeeze that down to manage 
laboratory cost. But as I've just walked you through, that becomes a small piece of the pie that you're managing. Our software, our solution for routine routine testing management goes across all places of service. Yeah, and it's more utilization appropriateness based on the science versus that unit cost. Absolutely. Uh, You've got to look at both. You've got to look at your lab trend and look at unit cost and the utilization and what's driving it up. Uh, We also see in the data that as a health plan squeezes unit costs down, Mm -hmm. a lot of times the utilization uh, spikes up to make up for that. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, in this time, you've got a lot of cash flow issues, you know, and and potentially the appetite to do more testing to make up for lost revenues. You know, the pandemic is certainly pushing us to be more creative and more innovative and be more cost effective. So, So talk to us a little bit about how what you're doing, and maybe you have a specific example, how you're improving outcomes and and making business better. Yeah, um, give you two examples. Uh, First, to talk about COVID-19 testing. Um, There's tremendous amount of resources that are on our website, and we'll, we'll give that address out at the end. But to help people understand the science of all the COVID testing, there's different types of testing. There's the RT-PCR, which is considered the gold standard, uh, the nasal swab. There's antibody testing and antigen testing. And so on our website, we're tracking all of these different tests and they're going through what's called emergency use authorization approval, which is unique. You know, uh, again, good news, lots of innovation going on in healthcare, but also causing lots of confusion around the COVID testing. Initially, antibody testing, which tells you, do you, do you have the antibodies? Did you, did you have the, the virus previously? Um, was getting lots of promotion by the laboratories, but the science is not there yet. We don't know what to do with that antibody information. Does it mean you're immune? We don't know. If you have it, how long will you be immune to it? So it was a lot of advertising by the lab saying, go get your antibody testing. And again, the example is, oh, let's understand the science first and what's the best test and what, what's the purpose for it to bring that information to you. For routine testing, when you have all this unnecessary testing, A, the obvious thing is it drives up costs for patients and and the healthcare system that's unnecessary, but it also leads to not just the the waste in lab costs, but it leads to wasting the doctor's time explaining unnecessary tests. A lot of times it leads to more testing or more medication or more doctor visits. So tremendous amount of incremental waste in the healthcare system caused by all of this extra testing. It, it's been fascinating when I when I talk to some of the medical directors at the health plan, they and physicians servicing the patients, they want the waste removed. Mm-hmm. They don't want to confuse the patient with misinformation. And, and the worst case scenario would be it leads to a misdiagnosis or mistreatment right. because of this extra information. So pure, straight, simple, reduce the lab cost, and then much even much bigger than that side is let's make sure we're treating the patient right and removing all the weight in the system. Can I share one more example? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, this is super interesting, right? And, and you think about the, the, uh, the downstream impacts, like you mentioned, right? I mean, all the visits, I mean, everything adds up, the invasiveness of these tests, certainly an issue. Yeah, please, please. Yeah, I was going to share one on the genetic testing side. Okay. About a third of genetic tests are ordered in error today. It's a combination of physicians will tell you they can't keep up with the science. They don't know what genetic test to order. 
And it's a combination of the genetic laboratories adding extra genetic tests into their, their bundling genetic tests together. So what then happens is the health plans, as I said, review them through prior authorization, and it causes the whole test to get denied. And so what Avalon focuses on, we take a, a high-touch model and we reach out to the doctor and have a conversation. What's the problem? What are you looking for? What are you trying to treat? And work with them to identify what specific genetic tests they do need to help the doctor and the patient get that test. So it might start out where they submitted a, t- a request and it had five genetic tests to it at high cost. And in the end, they just needed one or two. And we work with them, identify them, work with them to resubmit it and get it through the process to get approved to bring better results to get the, the test and results for that patient. Fascinating. And uh, to your point, right, it's what would you say is 10% of all tests? So you could do this high-touch approach with those tests. It, it, it's less than 10% of the spend, so it's even less in terms of volume of tests. Wow. Yep, and wow. so you can do it. I would say we, some others in this space, do focus a little bit more on the PA and, and the denials. Mm-hmm. We're focused on uh, getting the right test for the right patient. I think we go a little bit further with the, the high touch and the education. Love it. That's fascinating. And so uh, as you think about the last three years at Avalon and, and your experience there, what would you say has been one of the biggest setbacks you've experienced and, and a key learning that's made you guys better as a result? Yeah, there's, there's really been two. Um, I touched upon it a little bit earlier to say the health plans as they manage the laboratory benefit, let me even back up. The laboratory benefit is probably the number one utilized benefit that we have Mm -hmm. because it's necessary to determine your therapy and next steps, but it's also the least managed benefit of everything out there. And it's partly because in total, laboratory is less than 10% of the total medical spend. So normal that people focus on the high cost hospital cost and what can you do there. But I I hope people, as you listen to this, you see the importance of the laboratory test and getting it right to determine the right diagnosis and treatment that we need to bring more management to it. So that was the first thing that um, surprised me that how unmanaged the laboratory space is. And obviously that created the opportunity for Avalon to come in and and bring the management to it. The second part of that is when they do think of managing it, they're focusing on small slices of it. Let me me manage LabCorp and Quest. Good companies, but that again would be less than, it'd be about 12 to 18% of your total lab spend that you're managing. And if you throw on top of that, you're managing genetics that is less than 10% as well. So maybe you're managing a quarter of your lab spend and you're probably not doing the analytics that you need to do to look at the lab trend, your lab PMPM, understanding how many lab policies you do have and making sure they're, if you do have them, that they're getting applied and enforced. That's interesting. So you mentioned 10% and you know I'm thinking, okay, what's that number? So what's the number, Barry, you know, that 10% of the entire spend is a lab? Do you know the number? It is north of, I think it's $8 billion. It's, you know, in total, it's not a small number. No. Um, you know, I think coming from LabCorp Quest analyst reports, it, I believe it's eight plus billion dollars in, in total lab spend. That's significant. So we're, yeah. we're looking at a, a, a space that, you know, flies under the radar. <laughs> and, right. <laughs> so you're saying potentially shaving off like what, like 10 to 18% of that 8 billion? 
Yes. Yeah. Those are, that's so significant. So again, on, on a million lives, it's 21 to 28 million in annualized savings to take out of the system. So, uh, and then to, to your point in the bigger picture, 10, 18% of 8 billion. Yeah, that, that's uh, significant dollars. So something to think about here, folks, as you, as you think about the approach to, to your plan and how you're managing costs, uh, definitely think about managing that 10%. It, it could be significant savings overall. And so, Barry, I appreciate you sharing that. As you think about what makes you most excited today with the work you guys are doing, what is it? And, and tell us more about it. Yep. Again, if I could share two things, uh, and we just touched upon one of them, is the opportunity to bring, bring management to the lab space while producing better outcomes. We are moving lab testing from the old fee-for-service volume-driven test-test-test model to a value-based care model, removing the waste, improving the outcomes, and reducing costs for the healthcare system and the patients. So tremendous opportunity. The second thing, uh, we recently did a press release that we were selected by the Health Plan Alliance. This is an organization uh, that represents 46 health plans owned by health systems that have their own hospitals and their own labs, Mm. and they cover 10 million lives. And so they selected, Health Plan Alliance selected Avalon as their preferred lab benefit manager. And so for us, that was a a great testimony of these are some of the most advanced companies, both a health plan and a health system, great clinical leadership, but they recognize they need help in the lab space to develop, you know, keep up with the science and the policies and then to administer them. And so we are working our way through the 46 health plans as part of the alliance and are getting tremendous interest and uptake in our program. So a great endorsement in Avalon. Again, it all starts with the sciences are true north and bringing the solutions to our partners that way. Well, congrats on that on that partnership. And, you know, with the numbers you shared, 10 million lives, you're talking almost $300 million in annual savings. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's just impressive, you know, and exciting. <laughs> thank, thank you very much. Very, very exciting. And, and we congrats on also that. have strong, strong relationships with uh, many Blue Cross Blue Shield plans. Mm. Our founding CEO, Dr. Bill Kerr, came out of the Blue Cross uh, plans and uh, was chief medical officer at Florida Blue and then also WellCare. Mm. Um, And what's been very interesting is he built Avalon from the health plan chief medical officer, medical director's chair, saying, what would I need in a program to do this? And it's been fantastic. Everything they need and want is there. You want to be able to customize the policies? Yes. You have complete flexibility in total by line of business, however you want to do it, and then how to administer and enforce them. So Bill did a great job uh, in 2013 launching Avalon and building it all out. Love it. Great history. And when you have that that background and you know experience to know what exactly people are looking for, that's what makes it successful. So uh, just incredible work. I really appreciate the, the insights, Barry, and the work you guys are doing. Why don't you leave us with a closing thought here and then the best place where the listeners could get in touch and learn more. Thanks, Sal. Uh, really appreciate your questions and, and we covered a lot of ground in a short period of time. Um, to summarize it, I would say, you know, taking it uh, one of the top medical benefits, laboratory testing, and 
bringing a value-based care model to it, getting away from the volume-driven approach to produce the, the outcomes you'd expect, get rid of the waste, again, improve outcomes and reduce costs. We talked of many examples here of, of why that's important and, and COVID shining a bright light on testing. You can't turn on the news without hearing what's going on with testing. So this is a hot topic. This is an important topic and has tremendous uh, opportunity to improve outcomes for patients, doctors, and the healthcare system. And with that, would love uh, for your listeners to come to our website, www.avalonh cs.com that's for avalon healthcare solutions.com and to also if they have questions they can email me directly at barry.davis at avalon hcs.com love it barry what a great uh, call to action to leave us all with if something that barry mentioned to you resonated be sure to reach out this is where it begins by taking action with the great insights uh, that you hear on the podcast barry has given us incredible insights on this uh, opportunity for us to do better to deliver value-based care to save money to help people get better. I mean, just an incredible opportunity. AvalonHCS.com. And if you go to the podcast website at outcomesrocket.health, just type in Avalon and you're going to find our entire interview with transcripts and all the links to reach Barry and learn more about what they're up to. So Barry, just want to say thanks again for for sharing your knowledge and insights with us. It's been a, a tremendous time. Thank you. Thank you, Saul. Really appreciate what you're doing to bring this information, uh, to share it and uh, bring it forward for, for Avalon and, and many and all the other companies you're talking to. So thank you. 